Hello and welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. And just so you know, everyone, before we started, Brittany had some very, very exciting things to say about this week's slate of games. It's just there's not much that's that's really making me excited about any of these. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. I'm Ben. <laughs> no, we still have things we no, can the, talk about. That was a bit that we were going to do, and it was going to be really funny because we were going to end the podcast, and then that would be the whole thing. Really? That was going to be really funny. Is it? Yes. Okay. Because I think we've got so much like credibility with the nation now <laughs> okay. that I feel like we could get away with just like a 40-second podcast. If you'd be like, oh, Ben and Brittany, they're so funny. I was really tired, and I was like, oh, gosh, is he really serious? Until that last bit, then I, I was... You did not give my brainwave. I did not at all. It's been a long week in the Osborne oh, house. Oh, my goodness. How many, and night. How many hours did we sleep on Tuesday night? I don't think I ever went to sleep fully for the two nights really? straight. Yeah. For for two whole nights. Yes. So. Um, um, yeah, I got maybe like two hours on Tuesday night. Right. It wasn't great. That That's not by choice. Everyone should know. I know everyone out there is partying it up in, in their lifestyle. Uh, there is never going to be another day in my life where I choose to only get two hours of sleep. I'm pretty confident in that fact. Really? Like, can you think of a scenario in which... I would choose to only sleep for two hours. I mean, the the birth of your child, I don't think you slept for no, 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 two I, hours. But, but that's different. That's <laughs> like an extenuating circumstance that makes it very, very important. that I, And I got more than two hours sleep. You did? I did, yeah. I slept on when? the little side. Remember my, my lip swole, swole up for yeah. Kit? Yeah. yeah. Swole up. Swole up. That's Anyways. right. Anyways. Um, and you're not I, answering my question I'm about thinking, the sleep. Oh my god! It seemed like I'm you were thinking. transitioning. Well, I kind of want to transition off of this, so I'm trying to think of another example. That's right. Let's go ahead and go on. We're we're committed to a shorter episode tonight because a we're tired and b Brittany does have has no enthusiasm for the schedule. Tell me about when looking at this slate of games. What is the most uninspiring game that mm. you see on the on the slate? Auburn, Georgia State. So when we think about Georgia State, what what thoughts come to your mind? Um, not much. All they, right. I think of um, they have a a law school, a good law school mm-hmm. that I know people that go to. Yeah. And they, um, they a lot of their housing is former Olympic housing. Really. Yeah. Okay. So those are because my... it's basically in downtown yes. Atlanta, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's basically a large commuter school, is what I always thought of. And I remember when they got a team. A couple. I mean, their team is not that old. Did you ever? And they play in Turner Field, which mm-hmm. is the old Brave Stadium. Did you ever have a moment where you thought about going to Georgia State? Not for undergrad, no. For a grad school. Yeah, they have a good law school. Ah, tell us more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a good law school. Know. That was always an option for when I wanted to do law for a hot minute. I could see you, 23-year-old, rocking the streets of Atlanta That's with, your, right. with your law attitude. That's right. I probably would have been a commuter of all commuters on that. Would so. you have lived at home? Probably, yeah. It's an inspiring story. It is. Instead, it is. you moved to Lexington. Instead, that's right. I did not go to Atlanta. I moved up north to the great white north. Yes. What does that mean? That means that's, I thought it was really, like my grandmother bought me a wool coat. Oh. Like moving to Lexington so was a big deal. So it's a weather thing. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
it's a weather thing. Okay. Which one of these are at least expiring, inspiring to you? Well, all of them will expire. Expiring. I can tell you in two days, all of them will expire. Um, you know, I'm going to go with, I, th- I think they're all captivating because I find beauty in all things of Good SEC Lord. football. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and start with this. I'm going to make my two-lane lock of the week. Okay. okay. That's what I'm calling it because if you remember last week, I made my, my two-lane pick, mm-hmm. and that was a brilliant pick on my part. Oh, yeah. Remember when I picked them to lose by 41? Right. That's right. So my two-lane lock of the week is Missouri losing at Boston College. That, I mean, that's interesting. You know, they um, Drinkwitz came out in his uh, one of his pressers and said, you know, I wish we weren't playing Boston College. You know, it's it's a tough thing to say. It is. So and he and his argument was was fair and it wasn't like dissing Boston College. He was like, I have no problem with Boston College. They're a great football team. It'll be a good game. But like for recruiting, we're going all the way to Boston. We don't recruit those people. Yeah. It seems, <laughs> yeah, it seems very random. Yes. Like some of these non-conference matchups, I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good when you have the home-and-home home rivalries, rivalries, mm-hmm. rivalries uh, that, that gets uh, teams on campus you would never see otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why. I honestly don't know why anyone plays Boston College. Like, like is Boston College the most forgettable ACC team? Yes, I, I feel think so. I feel like they are. Yeah, I think you know, like you have like Notre Dame, Georgia, or um, Penn State, yeah, but, Auburn. Yeah, like, those yeah. are exciting. But those but are like, like name programs. Like yeah. you know, if Kentucky plays, these like, are. Would you say these are two of the most forgettable? Teams I, think, I think con- in many ways, con- Missouri is forgettable. Uh, and uh, Boston College is like, what? They play football? But here's the thing. Boston College is actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. And, you know, in the ACC, the ACC if you're pretty good, you're going to win nine games. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are a lot of crap teams in the ACC. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I, I picked before the season, I picked Missouri to lose this. I think a, a noon opening game um, – I think usually that favors the road team, but I think with the long trip, I don't know. I just have a feeling Boston College is going to win it, uh, and that is my two-lane lock of the week. All right. All right. Well, that is very exciting. I will probably not be watching that game. There's three noon games. I know. It's a it's a good noon slate of LSU at Mississippi State. This is a game that I don't think anybody's talking about. I know. Why not? I don't know. Uh, I, I think that LSU has been disappointing. Um the, largely because of their opening game, but they're they're still all their goals are out there. Haven't played a conference game yet, but I think people are kind of recognizing whoever loses this game is basically toast. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I think most people see this as like okay, these are the been the two least uh, impressive teams from the West so far. So whoever is losing this game, you're really going to be looking in bad shape. Yeah, and I think Mississippi State really needs a win, a real win. You know, like on the scoreboard win since last week they had their, they should have won right. that game, right? Right, right, Um. So, yeah, I mean, it might be like, I don't know if it'll be pretty, but yeah. um, it'll be interesting who kind of comes out on top, if it's close, if it's a blowout. I think all of those things will say something last year, about each program. Yeah, last year this was week one, and this was like the, whoa, Mississippi State, like Mike Leach. 
uh, it was more of the fact of LSU wasn't any good. Right. That, that's really where the the lesson was learned here. Um, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be more low scoring. Last year was a high scoring game, but I think Mississippi State's defense is pretty legit, mm-hmm. and I think it's ahead of where Mike Leach wants the offense to be. And you know LSU, you know, just doesn't seem to. It, they looked better last week, but the offense is struggling. Did hear today that LSU standout defensive uh, backfield cornerback uh, Derek Stingley mm-hmm. may be missing this game. Okay. So that is a uh, that is good news for the Mike Leach quarterback uh, Will Rogers, uh, trying to. Um, maybe dial up the passing game a little bit more. So Okay. All right. So that's at noon. And then what's our other noon game? Well, it's the annual sacrifice of Vanderbilt to the the SEC overlords uh, from Athens. The question is, what percentage of Vanderbilt Stadium will be Georgia fans? Oh, probably a lot. Yeah. Probably a lot because there's a lot of Georgia fans in Nashville. And a lot of Georgia fans, I'm sure, are making the trip. Right. Because, like... Why you, not? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, the weather is perfect, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what Nashville weather is going to be this weekend, but down here, it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you make the trip up there. You're going to win. You're favored by 35 points. You enjoy Nashville. I mean, it must be nice. Because, uh, you know, from a basketball perspective, uh, there's always the fear going to Vanderbilt that some... Guard is going to hit seven threes, which usually happens against Kentucky, and you get beat. But I don't know what it is like to be a dominant football program, and you can just take a leisure trip, mm-hmm. right? And there are no leisure trips in college basketball because stupid stuff happens all the time. That's true. So what is what is that like for a Georgia fan to be able to just leisurely go to Nashville, happen upon this game at noon, and enjoy the rest of your night? You know, it's kind of nice, but, you know, it's also like – I imagine it's like what a rich kid feels like when they've got something too easy coming to for them. Really? For their whole life. Keep talking about this point that makes my point about Georgia football from the last <laughs> few podcasts much more relevant. Keep going, please. Where, you know, it's like, it's nice, but... Oh. I'm walking right into you it. You are. The trap was set. See, I'm no, taking advantage I of think, your fatigue. I'm not saying that it doesn't mean as much in the end, because that definitely still means a lot, because these are still kids, and they still work hard. And the, nothing was given to them. Or not given, right? Right. But I think that some of these games, we do take them for granted. And, um, yeah. Well, Alabama's the same way. Right. But I don't think it's, I think that that is, my analogy does not go all the way to the end. Okay. It's just for weeks like this. Right, right. Where we don't have to sweat like other people do. Yeah, so and for the majority of the SEC programs, uh, uh, you start sweating in September and you don't so when have stop you ever sweating. Not sweat as a Kentucky football well, and Kentucky basketball fan. Well, if you watched last fan. week, right when we played Chattanooga, uh, there's plenty of reason to sweat. And I know. I, when have you ever not sweat? Like, what, what if like the, can, the, what if Kentucky basketball with five new top all-American McDonald's people come. McDonald's people. people, <laughs> The Hamburglar. Come on in. They are playing Eastern Kentucky. Purple Grimace. Right? Yeah. Well, Are you sweating? So the problem is, and if you remember a couple of years ago when Kentucky was number one in the country and lost to Evansville at home, mm-hmm. they, there's always reason oh, for... Oh, dang. You remember that? that? No, remember? I don't You don't remember, remember that? No. I was very calm after the game. <laughs> like weirdly calm? Yeah, I know. Was <laughs> like, like we should be scared calm? Yeah, exactly. I have a nervous tick over here <laughs> thinking about it. 
no, it's just you never like I, that's the joy in cheering for a team that's not dominant is that you value success. Well, as we've said before, and I think that we will say numerous, numerous times again, football and basketball, it's apples and oranges. You cannot right. compare them completely because a loss to Evansville, as much sucky as that probably was, is not a season ender. A loss to anybody in football could That's be true. a season ender. That's true. And we cannot, for the a hundredth time stop comparing Kentucky basketball to Georgia football because y'all have had plenty of national championships and that's the one thing that we can get same with Alabama football yes they're both similar but we do not have the freaking national championship for 40 years so does that mean that even leisurely trips to Nashville should be valued for every second because you see it yourself on a path to immortality at the end of the year? Like, are you soaking it in? Like, do you, are you putting this season in historical context yet based on what's inevitably going to happen? Um, no, I don't think so because I think that we've had a couple seasons like this and they have not ended that way. Yeah. So I'm thankful I'm not nervous about Vandy. Um, this year, I mean, Georgia's lost to Vandy before in um, the yeah, past 10 years. That's true. Um, but there, I, am I nervous for when they play anybody else in the SEC? Yes. I was nervous about South Carolina. Well, that's your own mental block. Right. But yeah. still, things happen. Yeah. Things happen. Okay. And this whole, like, Georgia just walks in everywhere. That is not true. This year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Vandy, come on. Come on. <laughs> Give us Vandy. <laughs> Poor Vandy. They lost their, their starting running back, got hurt out for the year. No, um, that sucks. And you're gonna go in there and win by 40 points. I yep. hope. I hope it's worth it. Um, yep, it will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's at noon. Uh, those three games. So I mentioned Missouri and Boston College already. Uh, Auburn, Georgia State's at four, uh, and then there are three night games. And I think they're all. I th- think they've all got compelling storylines. One or the other. Uh, Alabama is at home against Southern Miss. I've got Alabama by 70 points. I think it's gonna be. Yeah. I think there is a degree of everyone's giving up on Alabama already. Really? Yes, I think so. I think there's a sense of like, oh, oh it's wide open now. But I think that you're going to see. Saban loves that. I, yes. And I think you're going to see this week and just a little spoiler for the way I'm feeling the next week, too. I think you're going to see the return of dominant Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming back. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, I think that you're right. I think this will be a slaughter in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, so, and then you have Kentucky on the road at South Carolina. So, battling Sandstorm and the freaking rooster that crows. <laughs> How's that again? <laughs> I don't know. Do we have an animal in here? Do we let the rooster <laughs> in? Um, so, yeah, it's uh, a road game uh, for yeah, How do you feel about that? Kentucky. How do you feel about South Carolina-Kentucky game every year? I think it's one that if you win, it's to the point that if you win, it's a, it's one you build on. And if you lose, it's kind of tough to get over that. Because okay. you're now going to have to basically look at it as, okay, now we got to pick one up we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, for South Carolina, it's an awesome opportunity. Because if you look at their schedule, they've got Vandy and Tennessee – and then I think they have another non-conference game over the next three, mm-hmm. so they can, I believe, <coughs> get to five and one, um, maybe even six wins and go six and one. 
the end of their schedule is ridiculous. AM, Georgia, Clemson, it's, it's Auburn, it's just not gonna So if they can get this one, uh Shane Beamer momentum really picks up. I mean really picks up. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's an awesome opportunity for South Carolina. Luke Doty. Okay, Doty has returned again. Yep. yep. Uh so he is the the quarterback, uh, and I think he's gotta be the quarterback going forward for Carolina. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I think it's the most, uh, compelling of the three games at, at seven o'clock. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Are you nervous? I will be Saturday night. Yes. But you're not right now. No. Do you get nervous like days? Yeah. Before Kentucky games? No. Okay. Why would I? I don't know. If it's the, if it's some sort of tournament like scenario, then maybe. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if we lose, it's going to be crappy, but. Like you, it, you just have a lot of feelings in the game and right yes. after the game. I'm just surprised that you don't have as many before the game. Well, it's not my reality at that moment. Okay. It's like this thing that's off in the distance. And once I come upon it, then I will feel feelings. Okay. Why is that? Is that not like how most people think? Like, do you sit know. here like the week before the Clemson game? For yes, Georgia, I was you nervous. Just, like, nervous the whole week. Yes. I mean, I'm not like thinking about it all the time but or stopping my tracks. But you're a lot more level. I mean, you don't have the ups and downs that I will experience. I have in the past, okay? Don't say that Georgia has always had it easy. No, no, no. That was totally not what I was saying. Uh, What were you saying? You are just so, like, triggered right now about that. No, what I was saying is that in the game, you personally don't get as high or low as I do. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing how good points, what good reasonable points I make when you actually give them a chance. That's true. Ben um, does have a lot more ups and downs during the game than I do. But I feel like I act very responsibly. Right. Uh, sure. Okay. I, I think that you, you think you do, which is nice that you can think that. I think other people don't as much as you. You're very like quiet. I think on the inside, it's a, it's a, a fiery dumpster. Oh, it's a fiery dumpster. Yes. You could even say a dumpster fire. I mean, sure. I was, you know, that's what just, some people say. Just switch up the phrasing. Right. Um, the other seven o'clock game is one that, how the mighty have fallen. I The SEC schedule used to, like, wrap itself around Florida and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever those teams, I felt like when I was a kid, which was like the mid-90s, Florida and Tennessee was like the premier game in the SEC all year. Right. Like, they that was the number the, one game. It was the SEC championship most years, too. Yeah, well, I mean, to go to the SEC championship, both out of the East. <coughs> oh, right. yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, basically, in essence, it was. Because right. there was no one in the West that was any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and, like, the battles between Spurrier and all the Peyton Manning teams, mm-hmm. Philip Fulmer. I mean, this is where it was at. But, my goodness. I mean, it used to be a lock for uh, the CBS game. But... You know, again, how the how the mighty have fallen yeah. in terms of the significance of this rivalry. I know. It's almost like people are kind of sad, like, about this game. It's, like, not because it's, like, such not going to be a good game that people are like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's what I've heard all week is, like, same as you. It's just like, oh, yeah, I remember that was good. Hmm. Anyways, back to Bama or back to, you right. know, and something else. Well, I mean, to illustrate the point, since I graduated high school, how many times has Tennessee won in this rivalry? Okay, so you graduated 15, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe like five times. They have won one game. Really? Since 2004. 
Tennessee has beaten Florida once. Now, Florida's had a good run. They didn't have but, the down-downs as much. Down-downs. <laughs> I mean, they've the, had some terrible years. They've had some terrible years, but I think they those corresponded with Tennessee's terrible years. Well, and another illustration I of I guess that. maybe it's Tennessee has not had the highs <coughs> that, that Kentucky has had over the past 15 years. You mean Florida? Ugh, yes. Florida. Easily confused. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, Tennessee has, over the last... Let's just say since 2008, Tennessee in this game has been ranked three times. So that gives you kind of an indication just where the program is. Right. And, like, these games haven't even really been close. Um, 2017, Florida won on a Hail Mary, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 2018 is 47-21, then 34-3, 31-19. I can't um, even remember when this game was a good game. Well, when they threw a Hail Mary. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> like a, a talked about game, right? Like and that's an, a, and that's my point is yeah. that this is, I think, it's such an indicator where Tennessee football is, is that this game should be, and 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 maybe it's just a product of you know when I grew up, but this this game should be one of the five most anticipated games in uh, the SEC every year, and really the two the really the two games in the East that should be far and above everything else are Florida, Georgia, and Florida, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia, for some reason, has never like been, a, I don't know if it's a Georgia fan, if you feel that way, but it's never been like a game that I think both teams are like, well, we have to win that game, mm-hmm. right? I think that there's a, a definitely a rivalry, kind of a, a a brother syndrome there. Like, I don't know who's the big brother and who's the little brother, but like a, there's a rivalry there. But, I mean, when Tennessee's been good, Georgia's been bad. And so they haven't lined right, up very much. Right, they never have been at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so that just, at least in modern history, you know, it, that definitely has not been the case. Yeah, so I, I it's just not what it it has been or what it could be or any of those things. And, you know, this year, again, it's in Gainesville. And I would not be surprised, though, to see Florida kind of come out slow after the last week and, and that. I mean, of all the moral victories, I think that's one from last week that I think a lot of people are talking up Florida um, for their performance. I think they'll come out slow, uh, but I think Florida wins going away. So, We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. All right. All right. That leaves one more game, and that's the biggest game of the week, and that is in Arlington at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, AT and T Stadium, and we've it's got the Rattlesnake Classic. That is apparently a thing. I've never. It's not. It's, oh, it's, oh, that's right. That's right. It's called the Southwest Classic. <laughs> right. But then you called it that, and I said it's a good idea. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I thought the Southwest Classic was a dumb name. Now I didn't know they both came from the Southwest. I mean, I didn't Comics. put that yeah. together. Right. But it's still a dumb name. Yeah, and Arkansas. Or we could do better. I shouldn't call it dumb. We can do better. And Arkansas thinks it's dumb that it's played in Dallas. Um, yeah, which I get. I mean, that's kind of how the Georgia-Florida one is. You know, it's in Tallahassee. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville. But. Remember, Arkansas plays this game here, and then they also have an SEC game in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, three, max three. Um, they might even have just two home game, SEC home games. Really? In you Fayetteville. Think, I feel like that's like, it's gotta be, like, it's gotta be three. I don't really want to go to your house. So can we make an excuse and just meet at the park? Yeah, let's just meet at Little Rock. Because right? your because house like has a lot of cats and smells like cat pee or something. Is that what you think of Fayetteville, No, Arkansas? I'm just saying. Are I'm saying calling, I'm one. <laughs> are you basically saying that Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas smells like cat pee? I'm not saying that. I'm just I, wondering. I think these like, are words you put together. I I, I'm just wondering if maybe something's going on because that's a lot of games not to be like maybe people don't like 
Little Rock. I don't know. Or Fayetteville. Or Fayetteville. Your boy Sam is not happy about it. Yeah, because he's probably trying to get people to his home. Well, if he has all these cats that pee everywhere, maybe he needs to take care of the cats first. That's, Do you think Sam Pittman likes cats? Um, I think that's the question we need to think about. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's a cat man. I think he has. Um, is, is that what we call a cat man? <laughs> yeah, I think that he. Um, I don't know. I think that he has like a dog, but it's a little dog. Like a little yappy dog. I think he's got big dogs. You think he's got big yeah. dogs? Okay. Here, the question. Watch out! Sorry. I hit your mic there. Um, who would be? What SEC coach would be most likely to own a cat, and why is it Dan Mullen? Mm, I see that. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that it was um, Lane Kiffin for the irony. Okay. I think that he just was like he would just come out and be like, "I like cats." Yeah. Just like okay. I think it's Eli. Uh, uh yeah because I see he, that he's too. got a little like i don't know he's got a little like bond villain look to him anyway i know i can't figure him out you know i was watching that that press conference and i just i couldn't i just can't put he just doesn't look like an sec coach no, he does not it's no, very weird not. to me i just feel like he should go be trading bonds or selling used cars or something i don't know yeah okay um uh, so anyway um the game. I guess we should get back to that. Yeah. And so, in Arkansas, it's kind of a big game. Both okay. Both ranked. Uh, okay. Everybody is on the pigs. I know. People are actually picking Arkansas. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. I don't see it. I and think, I was actually surprised people are picking them psst, so much. You want to know something? Sure. Just between you and me. Okay. I think Arkansas is really overrated. Oh. Right I think they are. Not my warm and fuzzy feelings. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. A and M is they've been sandbagging a little bit. I think that even though I'm not that high on A and M either, I think their defense is going to be something that Arkansas has not seen yet offensively. Uh, and I they're they're speaking of like we talked about like Tennessee having a kind of a stranglehold or or Florida rather having a stranglehold on that rivalry. Uh, a and M's got a, a stranglehold on this one too. Um, yeah, yeah. Let I me see this. if I can pull this up here real quick. I don't know. Does does Auburn not Auburn Arkansas have like a a jump on any rivalry? Well, that's kind of a discussion too that that we can hit later. So uh, these these teams have played yearly since two thousand nine, and uh, Arkansas has not won since twenty eleven. And we talked in our um, in our. Uh, Primer. Primers, how this rivalry often turns out like crazy games. There was a once one stretch where uh three of the four games were in overtime mm. uh or went to overtime and then the last couple years uh, you know a&m won by 11 last year uh 42 31 and that was a terrible well no last year was fine uh arkansas team two years ago when arkansas was terrible three years ago when they were terrible it was still within seven points both times so i think we're confident in saying it's going to be close but i think a&m i think there's still something about now I will say this: If Arkansas does win, like, look out, and I think then the, you'll be on the pig. I don't know if I'm going to be on it yet, but I think that uh, the nationally, like, look out. I mean, they're going to be getting more and more attention going forward. Um, Speaking of on the pig, there did you know? I don't know if you know this. In Atlanta, there used to be this thing called the flying pig. No, what's that? And it was like this ride. Um, and man, my mom, she would be able to tell you a lot better than me. Um, and it was a pink pig and it was this ride and you got on this pig and it would go around and it was like only came at Christmas time. 
Where did they put this? I don't know because my like, memories are only that of a child. So I don't really know my surroundings. I just remember going, having tickets to go on the Pink Pig. Okay. And it was like a big deal. Like everybody in Atlanta knew they were in the Pink Pig. So are you on the Pink Pig? Um, Like right now, yeah. physically? Are you... Sure, physically, <laughs> are you on the pink pig right now? You mean so metaphorically? Anyways, are you on the pink pig for Arkansas? For I think the Arkansas, I think you so this totally would be like, are. yeah, I think I am too, but I still think they're going to lose to A and M. Yeah, As, I think that their their bubble's got to burst. They started off three and zero, and go ahead and let it burst now, and then they can kind of you know be that quiet eight and five, nine and four, maybe even eight and five, probably team of in the West, and that would be great for them and great for Sam Pittman. So yeah, there's there's a lot of like and for every week that goes by with these teams in the West, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Auburn, even I say this Auburn after the Penn State game, A and M, there's like this growing pressure. Mm-hmm. And tension, and I feel like it, it's all across the West. And I feel like at some point, somebody's got to let the air out of the balloon a little bit. Right. And um, you know, it, 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 I think the LSU Mississippi State did that a little bit. Obviously, losing the Memphis uh, LSU, I think, still has that pressure because it's the name program. But you know, again, I think for obviously for one of these teams, the the kind of the air will be let out of the balloon. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's such a pivotal matchup because mm-hmm. I think everybody sees A&M as a threat to Alabama. Remember, they play in two weeks. Arkansas doesn't play Alabama until, uh, I think, the week before Thanksgiving. Okay. But, um, you know, whoever wins this game is in prime position, right? And right. I, I just don't see Arkansas there. I don't see them there yet. Right. Uh, to be legitimately a threat to um uh, to Alabama, but if they beat A and M, I mean they're a threat to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, I and I, I get why people are high on Arkansas. I mean, they had the win against Texas, the beating against Texas, and who is who is A and M beat? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, Colorado, New Mexico, and Kent State, maybe Kent State, yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. So they, uh, so I mean, it, it kind of almost makes sense to pick Arkansas. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, not to me, but sure, you can. But no, I'm, I know. Well, I said pick. that, too. I said that I think A&M's going to win, but I'm just saying on the other side, since we're both picking A&M, like on the other side, I right. see why people are picking Arkansas. Yeah, so. okay. All right, fair enough. All right, so, again, those are uh, the games this week. Old Let's, Miss is as a bye. Old Miss is uh, prepping pre- for... preparing for their invasion of Tuscaloosa next week, which will be absolutely ridiculous, whatever happens. Like, there's literally nothing that can happen in that game that won't be ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. I mean, true. Bama beats them by 50 or Ole Miss wins, or it's like 50 to 43 or something. Like, it's going to be just high theater, basically. So, right. Uh, that will be a lot of fun. But no, uh, it, it's nice because we're getting into the time of the year now where there's less games, more conference matchups. So it's uh, it's getting to be a lot of fun. All right. All right. So we got betting with Brittany. Okay. Prep um, me up. Ball. Shoot me a ball. What is it? Throw. throw tell me, me you a, got this. Throw me a pitch. Throw, throw up the pitch. What is it? No, lay, shoot me. Shoot you're doing me up. so great right now. Like there's so many words that are doing so many good things. What is it when you're like for basketball where it's like you throw for a, a layup, but you're like throwing and then the other guy slams it in there? It's called an alley-oop. An alley-oop. So like set me up. What do they say? It's more of a volleyball thing. Okay. They say like a, sh- not shoot me up because that's. That's a drug thing. <laughs> or guns. Um, oh, wow. 
<laughs> well, I mean, well, we just, well, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With drugs and guns. I mean, neither is great. Neither are great. We're tired. Um, yeah, obviously. Lay me up. <laughs> no. no, that might be something okay. different. <laughs> just tell me. What is it? I, you don't, I don't know. I really don't, you don't know. know. I, I don't know what you're trying to get to. Uh, can someone well, please tell me? Well, look at here. You might, might want to look at the, the lines here. Okay. Okay. So we got just. Lay me up. No, that's Star Trek. Um. So we got LSU minus two and a half mm-hmm. uh, against Mississippi State on the road too. Interesting. Uh, Missouri one and a half point favorite uh, at Amherst. Is that Boston College? That may not be right. Is that know. right? I don't know. Amherst, or is that UMass? I don't know. I think that's UMass. Um, okay. Anyway, Georgia is uh, five touchdown favorite. Uh, A&M four and a half points. Interesting line there. Auburn's uh, twenty-seven. Point favorite, uh, Florida minus 19 against the Vols. Kentucky minus five on the road in Columbia. And then Bama, 45-point favorite. So, All right, so what three do I want to pick? Yeah. Okay, what do we gonna think? going to write these down this time? I, I'm going to write them down this okay. time, yeah. Um, I want to do um, – can we turn this towards me so I can have sure. my mic? Sure, Let, let's hope everything didn't fall apart right I there. know. Okay, um, or I guess I could move the mic. You can, you can do anything that makes as much noise as possible. <laughs> this is probably terrible. Um, okay, I want to do. Let's do. Um, um, Kentucky. Okay, going Kentucky minus yeah. five. Uh, oh no, I'm not picking Kentucky. Sorry, just that game. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because I'm not doing all the How games. How dare you? Yeah, you're picking three <laughs> games. To, so you're okay. gonna go Kentucky, South Carolina. Yeah, and I'm gonna pick South Carolina. So you're picking South Carolina to cover. Mm-hmm. The five points. Do you pick South Carolina to win the game? Um, I don't think so, but okay. I think it'll be super close. Okay, so you're going South Carolina, uh, but still Kentucky win. Um, so what else you got? And then let's do Arkansas game. So, so I'm you, gonna pick A and M. So again, close game, but you're going to Arkansas to be within four and a half. Uh, and then mm-hmm. what's your last one? And then I'll do the LSU game. Okay. And I'm gonna pick. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so LSU is 2.5. Sorry, this is good audio. Me just thinking. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. Um, let's do... Does, so, like, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Mississippi State. Okay. Not, because, not necessarily because I think they're going to win, but just to kind of go with the arc that I created at the beginning <laughs> of the season that LSU is going to self-implode. Yes, and have that existential not crisis. Not that I want that. I'm just saying. But you you do want your prediction to come true, right? This is a lot of money on this. Okay, so uh, so you're picking Mississippi State to cover uh, under two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're gonna pick State to win that. Yeah. Okay, so that would be a money line pick. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, next week, we're gonna have to bring in the overs and unders. Okay. Um, is gambling legal in Georgia? Sports gambling? Yeah. No. Okay, so what we're doing right now is illegal. We are actually not putting any money down for what we are. So it's only illegal doing. if we put money on it. Yes. For to have this conversation we're having right now, the Gestapo is not going to come into our house and arrest us. Feel free to understand that, and I think it's important for you to know that is that what we're doing right now is not illegal. What if like just you and I put money on it with ourselves? And then, like, that would is, that be illegal? No, that is not illegal. So it's only illegal if I have a bookie. <laughs> there it is again. Um, yeah, sure. 
You know, I don't know no. when it becomes. Well, that's a good. It was a good question. I don't know when it becomes illegal. Like, at what point does it become? Because, because you could have like a bunch of buddies doing fantasy football, right? And betting. Like, it's not that the the government is going to bar. I mean, we're getting into footloose territory here. Mm-hmm. They're not going to bar, you know, private wagers or mm-hmm. anything like that. But it becomes like a public uh, company. You know, mm-hmm. they can't. They can't do that. In Kentucky, is it's not illegal because of horses, right? Well, that's the thing. Is in Kentucky, you can do it for horses, but nothing else. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and there's a not. whole yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could talk to a lot of people in Kentucky, and they would agree with you. It doesn't. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, and let's see what else. Uh, Tennessee, it's legal though. Okay. You, you go to Tennessee and bet. Okay. So. Maybe if we get really good at this. We can drive up and do drive a little up. remote. And you know where we'd be. We would go to Chattanooga. We would go to Chattanooga, <laughs> chat down. Uh, I was thinking earlier today, I was like, what Tennessee city can we profile tonight? And we might just skip that, it seems. Well, we talked about Nashville. We did talk about Nashville. That's right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I guess we have to talk about Knoxville next week. So, anyway, uh, so you got South, you got Mississippi State, you got Arkansas to cover, but not win. Um and at four and a half, and then you've got South Carolina to cover, but not win at minus five. Yeah, but even if they, like, those are two different bets that you're saying, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Now, what you can do is this thing called a parlay, where you can, like, link them all together, and then if they all hit, you get big money. Okay. Isn't that from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? It is a word that is used in Pirates of the Caribbean, That's although little... under very different circumstances. <laughs> That's the only other time I've ever heard that word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny i also thought like we said we were gonna do a short broadcast is this long i'm it's, so it's sorry everybody minutes. there is literally nobody listening at this point i think they've all turned it off by now well if you're still here we if love you're still, you so yes we it's true you. and so, i'm sorry so i guess we need to stop it now we need to go watch ted lasso do you think yeah it's possible let's do tonight? that i do i have essays to grade but it's not gonna happen tonight i, don't uh, I have sleep to be had okay so, so let's go watch ted lasso uh, i'm ben i'm Brittany, and this has been you me and the sec Bye.